Welcome to another edition of Taking 5 with GDE, where we take five minutes to focus on one question that helps sellers sell the suite of products we know as Guardian Data Encryption. This enablement podcast is designed to educate, enlighten, and enthuse sellers about the huge potential of GDE and empower them with knowledge and insight to help them better identify opportunities, capture bigger deals, and close those deals faster. Hey, Tony, welcome to the show. Hey, Rick. Thanks very much. Appreciate it. Welcome to the uh, to the uh, Multiverse Podcast Studios here uh, for uh, Taking Five with GDE. Um, since this is your first time on the podcast, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself for our studio audience? Sure. Thanks, Rick. So I, I'm the uh, digital trust domain leader for the Midwest region of the national market here in the U.S., which means I care about sales for Verify, our identity and access management portfolio, as well as Guardian and all things data security. Very good, very good. And you're also like a, a really nice guy too. So I you get well, that going for you. Don't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good to be on with you. So um, let's talk a little bit about um, Safe Harbor. We were talking about that uh, a little earlier. And um, what is, in your mind, what is Safe Harbor? So the, the concept of Safe Harbor at a very high level, um, the legal concept of Safe Harbor, Safe Harbor basically says that if there's a piece of legislation or uh, out that's been enacted, that the potential consequences or penalties of that legislation or regulation, an organization may be exempt from them if they do certain things. So at a high level concept, Safe Harbor is if you do this, you're protected, hence the terminology of Safe Harbor. In our environment here with respect to data security and particularly encryption. And this is how I couch it, depending on the organization's industry, right? The industry a customer operates in. Number two, the regulatory environment they operate under. And number three, the um, the uh, jurisdiction, which of course here in the US is gonna be the state, the customer or the organization may be exempt, i.e. seek safe harbor from publicly disclosing a breach. if the affected data assets are encrypted. When we talk about regulations, these, these could be the New York regulations. This could be GDPR, California regulations. Is exactly that right? Exactly right. Yes. Globally, it would typically be either national or, of course, EU-wide in Europe. But here in the States, we've got, you know, as you know, a patchwork of you know, 50, a set of 50 regulations. Exactly. Okay. So, so let's say I get re- really well-educated um, on Safe Harbor, and I want to talk to a customer about that. How do I broach the topic with the customer and who within the customer's organization should I be looking to talk to about it? Well, yeah, that's a great question. Typically, um, when it comes to a safe harbor discussion, you're going to have that discussion at the most senior levels, uh, you know, certainly at the C-level. This is where that conversation will resonate. It will not resonate with the security practitioners, with the operations people, because their name won't be in the Wall Street Journal Monday morning. Their jobs won't necessarily be on the line, but rather in the event of a large breach of a large um, profile or a high profile organization, it's the C-levels that are going to feel the heat. They'll be on the line. So these are the guys that typically uh, you want to target for this kind of discussion. It is a business and a business value discussion, right? So very often a encryption decision could be influenced solely by the safe harbor discussion. That C-level individual or that executive may not even care about the underlying technology or who the vendor is or what the data assets are, but rather the fact that they don't have to go public within, for example, 72 hours of a breach because, in fact, 
although there was a breach, their network may have been penetrated, no data assets were either uh, viewed or in other ways utilized or exploited by the uh, perpetrator. So the C-level folks that you want to talk to about this, aren't they being approached by pretty much everybody, uh, every vendor in the world? How, how do you get access where they might not be able to get access to those C-level um, executives? Yep. Great question, Rick. What I've found is that we coach our sellers, and I certainly try to, to try to elevate the discussion beyond technology, try to have a business value discussion, and that'll resonate more with the senior executives at your organizations, ideally at the C-levels. I found that a lot of our competitors and their sellers will often target the technical professionals in the account, the technical management, and they'll work their way up the chain. This kind of discussion should be initiated, in my view, with a senior manager. And the nice thing about IBM, Rick, is that very often, you know, we go under the color of IBM, which in many organizations, frankly, you know, gives us that access. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so when you have this conversation with those executives about Safe Harbor, how sticky is it? I mean, how quickly are you able to pursue a potential sale or have discussions about a potential sale once you've had that conversation with that with that executive. Yes, I, I start very transparently. I ask the customers, "Hey, have you heard about the safe you know safe harbor disclosure provisions?" I just ask point blank. You know, do you guys know what this is? Some won't, um, some will, and I'll, I'll explain it the way I just did with you with the you know the three variables, right? The organization, the industry, the organization operates in, the regulatory environment, and the jurisdiction, and that will more than likely stimulate a conversation. And then I always let them know that, you know, you should, you should check what I'm saying with your in-house counsel, your legal counsel. Uh, do you guys work with a cybersecurity specialty law firm? And of course, that's a thing now, as you know, Rick. So, um, and of course they'll say, yeah, you know what? My guy told me the same thing you just did or, or whatever. So it pays to do your homework, but certainly it pays to invite the customer to verify everything I'm saying for sure. No, oh, that makes it easy. Yeah, no, it's definitely a thing. So uh, a lot of uh, larger organizations will have cybersecurity specialty counsel. Uh, medium and smaller organizations typically won't, but they will engage the services of an outside firm. And those that haven't, I actually coach them and say, you know what, you might want to get professional advice in the stuff I'm talking to you about and just see where it lands. And um, it's it's definitely it definitely resonates. Um, right. This is a message that I don't think we exploit enough. Right. Do you ever offer uh, the names of specific cybersecurity firms if they don't have one that they can pursue? Um, I, I, w I wouldn't because um, I don't want to get in the middle of that relationship. But, Got it. you know, an organization is going to have legal counsel for sure, either internal, external. Mm -hmm. And that would be a great place to start, even if the legal counsel that currently is engaged, if it's external, isn't, uh, aren't specialists in cybersecurity, um, they'll know where to go. So I would, I would leave that to the legal eagles to figure that out. Very good. Well, we are about out of time. As always, I could talk to you uh, in great length about this, but before we bring this episode to a close, are there any last minute thoughts or words or messages you'd like to leave with our listeners? Yeah, as always, uh, call high, right? Let's target the most senior people, the decision makers. And like I tell the reps, Rick, you want to go after the individuals who will be exposed in the business press come Monday morning when that organization is potentially breached. Fantastic. 
Well, thanks very much for joining us and have yourself a great rest of the week. You too. Thanks, Rick. See ya. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of Taking 5 with GDE, a podcast dedicated to helping sellers help their customers discover, protect, and control their sensitive data, apps, and services. If you have topics or specific questions you would like discussed on the program, please email them to me, Rick Robinson, at rick.robinson at talisgroup.com. Thank you for taking five with GDE.